The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Jono. Wake, 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 wake up. I'd rather be ugly and smart, you know. And Nat. I should stick to my day job. Playing more music, having more fun. You love us. I like being paid to be here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what a lovely compliment. Dubai 92's Big Breakfast. Turn it up. Is on. Powered by CityWalk and JA Resorts and Hotels. It is Friday, everybody. You made it it through the end of the week, which is great news in itself. That's something to celebrate, something else to celebrate. The last day that I'm on my own before Nats is back. Well, Joey's here, obviously, so I'm not really technically on my own, but the last day before Nats gets back to the studio. She's flying back into the country tomorrow. I think it's, yeah, it is tomorrow. Uh, I spoke to her yesterday. She's so excited to get back to work. That lasts like two days and then she'll be like oh I forgot I have to look at you every day uh, we've got your chance to go along to Green Planet the last play of Are You Smarter before the schools finish up for midterm and it is the last day of term for a lot of schools unless you're in the American curriculum uh, let us know this morning 04871 for any shout outs before we take a little bit of a midterm break alright let's kick it off with Tiesto and Tate McRae The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat A Dubai 92 podcast Joey's in the studio as well today It's something that we can both celebrate today As both you and I, Joey, are sons, right? We're both sons Okay, (laughs) so that's good It is transfer money to your Sunday Uh, My parents have been doing the opposite of this For many, many moons now And they continue to do it as well this month And it's the get money transferred to you from your son week which is every week apparently so they've been doing it the other way around they've obviously hit the nail on the head who knows I might be surprised today and you know what you know what's weird they don't even have my bank account number actually come to think of it they don't there's never been a transfer the opposite direction that's never actually happened would you actually ask them for money no I like fortunately Touchwood don't need it yeah know, but like but might still. be nice just for it to land there like a nice surprise treat money for going go and treat yourself to something nice That'd be nice. You can send them the content sheet that we have right now. What for? What to, to be like? Oh, here. Yeah, today is. I don't think she. Money. I don't think they care. Like no, my, my dad's much more in tune than my mum. Just going. That's great, love. Have a great day. That's okay. kind of what. That's kind of what you get. She seemed disappointment. There's always disappointment if you don't send money through to them. I don't figure. It. Anyway, you know what? For long, for long enough, they were paying for my stuff. Exactly. So now the shoes on the other foot. I was foot. about to say that. I, I mean, feel like I've overpaid the debt now, though. You know what I mean? Like, I've, if I do the calculations, are you counting? Are you actually not really? But okay. if, if, I, if I was right, and I'm not, but if I was to calculate <laughs> my my payment for where I lived for what like three years or so, they paid for my rent for three years when I was in university. So if I just calculate that, then all the food that I ate, I think I've paid my dues at this stage. Maybe all the food that you ate since yeah. you've been born. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> maybe right. not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but they eat counting? a lot less yeah, that they're older now. Uh, on the way, we got the Kickstarter quiz. And by the way, happy birthday to Ashanti, who is forty-three, and Paul Simon, who's eighty-two today. They'll not hear this, but still, your shout-outs to our WhatsApp this morning. We'll do the Kickstarter next. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat, a Dubai ninety-two podcast. Right now, though, it is the last Kickstarter quiz of the week, and the last time Joey gets to put me to the test on this before Nat's return on Monday. You better be sure she's asking me questions on Monday, regardless oh. of the fact that it's my go. Don't I'll care. ask her, yeah, I'll ask her to do yeah, that. Do. Okay, today, um, uh, yesterday was Hugh Jackman's birthday, so I didn't get Wolverine. a chance. Wolverine? Yeah, I didn't oh. get a chance to do the Kickstarter quiz, so I thought maybe today, because I really wanted to do a Hugh Jackman kind of a Kickstarter quiz. Right. Huge stakes on the line today for this one. Yeah. Huge. Good one. Okay, this is another, <laughs> another, um, what, what did you call it again? Plot busters. So badly explained. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So but these you, are Hugh Jackman movies. Exactly. So there's oh, shocking movies. Okay. Okay. No multiple choice. I didn't expect there okay. to be. First movie: Hugh Jackman stars as a hairy guy with anger management issues who hangs out with a group of outcasts. Wolverine. Great job. That's the only one that I know. From here on in, the answers better be Wolverine. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know if I'm going to know them. Next film: Hugh Jackman spends a lot of time in a tank of water. And has a fierce rivalry with another guy who pulls rabbits out of a hat. The Poseidon Adventure? No, it's not the Poseidon Adventure. That's Gene Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a tank of water, you say? Yeah. Uh, I don't know any other really Hugh Jackman movies aside from Wolverine, I'm afraid. <laughs> so I'm just going to have to pass on that one. The Prestige. Prestige. Yeah, they're both. I've magicians. never heard of that movie. No way. I honestly have never heard of that movie. I think the other actor is Keanu Reeves. I could be wrong. That's a, they sound. That's a big hitter movie. I can't it believe is. I've not seen that. It is okay. Last one. Right. Hugh Jackman tries to inspire a group of mis. What's that? Misfits and outcasts by singing, dancing, and throwing a cane in the air several times. The Greatest Showman. Yes. Oh, turns out I knew two <laughs> Hugh Jackman movies. I only need the two. Good That's job. it, there's only That's three, it. right? Yeah. Okay, thankfully. Um, yeah, I'm very good at Hugh Jackman movies. Honestly, yeah. they're the only two that I would know, I'd say. I can't think of any other Hugh Jackman movies. I'm off to Google those very quickly. Hugh Jackman movies, great radio. Um, I don't, I, he's He seems like a nice guy. He's been in several. Several. Like X-Men. <laughs> More than, yeah, oh, he was in the X-Men. X-Men too. The Prestige is the top movie that comes up. He was in Les Miserables. Um, he was in Reminiscence. Yeah. Logan as well. But that's just Still, yeah, Wolverine, that's a, that's a isn't it? Yeah, that's a prequel to yeah, Wolverine. He just looks like Wolverine in that. He was in Flushed Away in Van Helsing. X-Men as well. I oh, mentioned that already. Mm, okay, fair enough. Uh, he's not. doesn't have to look like he's got a whole lot of movies for somebody who's so super famous. Anyway, I'm happy enough with that, to be honest with you, this morning. Good job. Uh, there's the Kickstarter quiz done and dusted. We got something you didn't know at this time yesterday. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. When you're writing rhymes... It can be sometimes quite difficult to find the correct rhyme. Uh, I mean, certainly we do some parody songs on air sometimes, and I know that there's some difficult words that you can run into that are difficult to rhyme. We do competitions that rhyme sometimes as well, uh, like Nat's stats, for instance. So we are used to trying to find rhymes for things that may not or should not necessarily rhyme. For instance, I've once or twice been plagued by the word orange or purple and not been able to find a word that rhymes with them. And I thought that was pretty much the extent of it. I'm like, everything else pretty much would have a rhyme to go with it, right? Orange or purple? I mean, yeah, orange. Actually, orange you can use door hinge or something. Oh, yeah, technically, orange door hinge. Orange door hinge. Mm, Kind Kind of. of. I bet you, I'd probably let you have it, but if it was uh, if it was an exam, I'd be like, no, I'm sorry, you're not having that. But there's more than just those words that you cannot rhyme in the English language. So if you're um, if you're a bard, you're pretend you maybe you're writing some poetry or writing a nice sonnet for your loved one, and maybe it's the 1500s. Uh, exactly. You should also avoid words like silver because nothing rhymes with silver. Nothing rhymes with month. I can think of one that rhymes with month. Uh, ninth pint. Surely that's not right. Pint, mind, oh yeah, signed. Yeah, I can't find one for pint. Wolf. No, I got no, nothing for wolf. Very difficult. Opus. I'm going to try and Google. Again, people Sound don't done. use opus that often. Not enough in. Uh, dangerous. There's one that you would think would be easy enough to rhyme. Dangerous. Surely. Dangerous. I got nothing for dangerous. Marathon. 
I got nothing for marathon. Danger, uh, generous, dangerous, and generous. Um, mm, yeah, that yeah, works. I would let you have that one. I think. Okay. Marathon. You got anything for marathon? I'll have to Google it. Mm. Oh, you're looking these up, are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they were coming off the top of your head. No, I thought that's I'm not impressive. That good at, uh... So if you are managing to do some poetry, and poetry's tough, you know, like they used to make us write. I once won, by the way, a competition for uh, best poetry. I kid you not. When I was in uh, sixth class, I would have been about what, twelve years old, and it was a poetry about a litter bug who was who was dropping stuff all over the village, and I won an award for it, which is really nice. They gave me a poetry award. So you're a poet. So by, technically, yeah, I'm an award-winning poet. How have I never put that on my CV before? <laughs> award-winning poet. Yeah. You can't find a word that rhymes with silver. Yeah, Bilber, Wilbur, silver. No, I got nothing for silver. Have you got something for silver? No, but I feel like it's an easy word to find a rhyme. I'm going to finish up on my little excerpt from my poem that I did, if I can remember it roughly. Litterbug, litterbug. <laughs> something like dropping litter all over the. T- I don't remember the exact. Anyway, it was award winning, so it's tremendous. I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nats. A Dubai 92 podcast. Three things you need to know. Under by 92. The Emirates Dubai Sevens have announced that Becky Hill and MK are performing on the Saturday of the festival this weekend. That's going to be cool. It's Frequency on 8. That's the uh, stage they're going to be performing on as well. And they're one of the main uh, attractions over the weekend, of course. All the rugby action on pitch. And then off pitch, there's always the entertainment to look forward to as well. And starting from Monday, we're going to have your chance to win season passes to go along to the Emirates Dubai Sevens. Uh, WhatsApp has announced a brand new feature for video calls. It now allows you to create a call link ahead of a catch-up. So pretty much like Zoom, you can create a link beforehand and then send it out to people. And Jada Pinkett Smith has revealed that she and Will Smith have actually secretly been separated for the last seven years. And they got married in 1997. They're still trying to figure out what the future of their marriage looks like. But it seems like they've been separated for quite some time. And that is three things. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Dubai 92, it is Jono here in The Big Breakfast. Now, we always say about the power of music that it's something very, very special. And that's been proven once again. But this time around, and this is incredible, it's a UAE-based artist with an incredible concept. If you haven't heard this, this story is going to warm your heart. Uh, Galia, who we've had on the show before, by the way, has released a track called Frequencies of Peace. It is a lullaby which is designed to comfort people in areas of turmoil. Galia joins us this morning. Galia, first of all, thanks for taking time to have a chat with us. How are you? Great. It's good to be back. How are you? It's been a hot minute. I mean, it's been before the pandemic <laughs> since we last had a chat with you, right? That's right. Yeah, it's been a couple of years. First of all, <laughs> let's let's talk about the song. I'm going to give us a little listen to it first of all, because this is a beautiful track. And for anyone who hasn't heard it, well, this is how it sounds. <laughs> If anyone hasn't followed Galia on social media, by the way, go and check it out for more videos just like this. Truly hair standing on your arms, listening to music like that. Galia, tell us a bit about the track, first of all, and the idea behind it, where it all stemmed from. So uh, it was an initiative by Baby Shop and uh, Frequencies of Peace came up with this idea to create a lullaby for the refugees in uh, in camps in Syria. Um, And I I didn't hesitate, I didn't think twice, like I started working on it. Uh, The day we had the conversation, uh, it felt like it hit home because I'm I'm Syrian, I grew up in the UAE. And uh, as much as I could, you know, put into words, it just felt so 
felt so emotional. Uh, it felt so sensitive and, and so um, raw, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I just got on the piano and I started composing and writing the lyrics. Uh, I've never worked on a lullaby before, to be honest. It was a, such a great experience. And uh, I was also put into contact with um, neuroscientists from Stanford and NYU so we can actually run the lullaby on kids. See if it actually works. What kind of, you know, what kind of impact or influence yeah. uh, effect does it have on them before they go to bed? It was a crazy experience. But this know? is what I find fascinating. You've created something that I think scientists struggle for years to try and do. You've had a scientific breakthrough, but with this song, right? So it actually works. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I've I've never um, worked on something like this before, but I can I can sure tell you I learned a ton. Uh, from simply, you know, just mixing science and music together. And, and you know what? It's always been there. I mean, music therapy is, is something really big out there, but I never, you know, laid hands on a project like that before. Honestly, it's kind of mind-blowing. Even if somebody doesn't speak Arabic, it's the song itself that has the calming effect. Uh, Frequencies of Peace, Lullaby. Uh, again, you can get it from all streaming platforms as well. Galia, thank you so much for taking time to chat to us, explain a bit more about it today. I think what you've done is incredible and just hats off to you. You've done an incredible job on this well done thank you guys the big breakfast with Jono and Nat a Dubai 92 podcast are you smarter than Jono and Nat what a prize up for grabs we want to send you to Green Planet Dubai they've got a brand new nature park for you to go and check out as well which is phenomenal I was there on uh, Tuesday doing the show from there live you get to experience all the 3,000 plants and animals that occupy the biome in there as well those tickets could be yours but all you got to do is outsmart me this morning on the line to try to outsmart me on the way to Jebel Ali school are Eleanor and Luke good morning guys good morning, good morning. Uh, Eleanor how old are you you're seven. And Luke, how old are you? Five. Five. Five and seven. Eleanor, what's your favourite thing to do in school? What's your favourite subject? Art. Art. Now, I know, Luke, you love animals and you've got a cat. Tell me your cat's name. Banjo. And does Banjo listen to the radio or does Banjo not really care for the radio very much? Doesn't care really. That's okay. That's how I feel yeah. a lot of the time about it. Um, guys, you got to ask me a question this morning. If I cannot get the correct answer to the question, then the good news is that tickets will be yours. You'll win those tickets to go along to Green Planet. You get to bring you, whoever you want along with you as well. Are you guys ready to ask a question for this morning? Yeah. Eleanor and Luke on the way to Jebel Ali School. Let's get your question for this morning's Are You Smarter Than Jono and Nats? The closest relative to a giraffe Is it a horse? No! That wasn't a bad answer <laughs> They laughed at my answer <laughs> Guys, you've got tickets to Green Planet The closest relative to a giraffe Oh, is it a cow? No! These are not bad answers I don't know why you're laughing at my answers What's the correct answer? Oh, yeah, of course it is. And you know what's weird is that there's a nature park that's near my parents' house, and they have okapis there as well as having giraffes. If you don't know what this is, by the way, it looks like a, it looks like a mix between a zebra and, and I suppose a giraffe, actually, <laughs> except with a shorter neck. The okapi, uh, also known as a forest giraffe. I've just Googled it. Guys, 
That is a great question. And as somebody who knows or, or pertains to know a lot about animals, I should have got that correct. Guys, you deserve the tickets to Green Planet. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, are you on midterm from today? Is today your last day of school? Well, that's great news. Mum, you got tickets to Green Planet. That's going to solve one of the five days for next week. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, guys. Have fun and have a lovely day at school. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. In the studio this morning, joined by some of the students from Arcadia Global School. There's actually quite a few of them. Let's get a round of applause from you guys. Morning, guys. Oh, that's nice. I think you guys should be here every single day, like as a live studio audience. Uh, but Polina and Sophia are joining me as well. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Good morning, Nessa. You guys are studying radio in school as well, right? Yeah. yeah. That is very cool. And Arcadia, is this something that you guys do in Arcadia? Because it's a new school, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Where's your school located? It is in Alfajan. Alfajan. yeah. Awesome. So is that a, how long does it take you guys to get to school in the morning? What about you, Polina? How long does it take you to get so to school? Basically, my friends that go get me to school okay. on his car and it's like between 15 to 20 minutes oh that's okay what about you Sophia maybe like 10-15 minutes oh that's are you living close by I live in JVT that's why oh that, me too we're neighbours alright before you go anyone you want to say hi to who's either on the way to school this morning Polina what about you uh, Dimitri is my friend's dad and my friend is Miroslav okay awesome to you guys good morning to you and what about you Sophia um, everybody that knows me and uh, from everybody else in the studio from everybody else from Arcadia Global School let's get a hi from all of you guys oh that is amazing guys thanks for coming into the studio this morning appreciate it I like the school and there's actual kids in it give yourselves a round of applause ah amazing a live studio audience is how the show should be done every single day. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Uh, when Nat is here, normally we do this thing called Dream Job Alert, <laughs> where we tell you about dro- jobs from around the world that we think, you know what, that's actually a lovely job. I would love that job. This job is obviously fantastic and wonderful and stuff. And I, I love doing it. Plus, I like coming to work every day because I enjoy putting food in my mouth. So the money I get at the end of the month does that for me. But we're always on the lookout for something that we think, yes, this is also a very attractive job opportunity. And if you're a fan of peace and quiet, which I am so much, well, this is your chance to live on an island with, uh, well, sheep outnumber people by about 10 to 1 on this island. There's 60 people living there and you'd work as a deckhand on the ferry that shuttles people from the mainland over to this island called Fair Island. It's about 35 kilometres or so uh, in the remote Shetland Islands in Scotland. Now, it's normally a fishing community, but they are looking for somebody to come on over and live there, work there, get paid and live in a free house. Apparently, the island population is thrilled to meet some new faces and they're eager to highlight the way the candidate can become involved in local life as well. So it's all about integration and getting involved. But obviously, there's plenty of quiet time to yourself as well. It's one of those islands where you don't need to know your neighbour because they're so far away from you, you're never going to have to encounter them. You can't pop around for sugar and I'm totally fine with that. They're going to also give you, aside from the house, 110,000 dirhams a year as a salary plus allowances as well. Sign me up for this. This sounds wonderful. Wow, and not that is for, I don't think it's a thing for you though. You're a very social person. Like I, I, don't, I don't think you'd be up for like living off grid and stuff like that, and, and away from people. Will they sort out my visa? Yeah, probably. <laughs> you can just go there indefinitely. No, you've got okay. an American passport. Just go in and just figure it out. Just stay there for a oh, while. What's, what's the job again? What do I do? A deckhand. So deckhand. you'd be on the ship. There's a boat that a ferry that goes from the mainland across, and you'd basically be on oh. the, on the boat. So if you don't travel well on boats, which I don't, oh, I just follow. She's sick. Yeah. The same. No. Same. So it may not be the it may not be the ideal job for you, to be honest with you. If it was tending to the sheep, 
I'd be up for that if I was trusted to do that job. I think I'd do that. But aside from that, I think it may not be the correct... I'll tell you what, we'll recommend it to Nats. She doesn't get travel sick. On the way, we've got three things and you're still listening out for that Brian Adams track. Remember, when you hear it, be caller number nine on 04871 The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nats. A Dubai 92 podcast. Uh, how long you should keep your mattress for has been revealed. Someone needs to have a word with my, my parents about this because I honestly think they've been sleeping on the same mattress pretty much since they got married 50 years ago. I could be wrong. I think maybe if it's been replaced, it's been replaced once in my lifetime. And I know that for a fact. That's it. And for me, I think the last one I had, I got about a solid 10 years out of it. Then I bought myself a Christmas gift of a new one about two years ago. So that one's going to last for another 15 to 20 years. Turns out we're all wrong on this. Five years, five to seven years is the cap on how long you're supposed to have a mattress for. Who's changing their mattress every five to seven years? No one. No one. No one. Ridiculous. However, I am having some mild, mild panic attacks reading the stories about bed bugs. I can't mention the word bed bugs without scratching myself. But bed bugs in Paris and in the UK and the the issue that's taking place in Europe. So I'm having a big panic about that right now as well. So I'm thinking, should I? I can't scratch myself. I hate it so much. I can't say that word. Can we come up with a different name for them? (laughs) uh, Anything. I'm going to have to come up with something else. um, Uh, Small. Comforter critters. Comforter (laughs) Comforter critters. critters, They panic me so much that there might be an issue with those. Uh, So I'm thinking, should I I change the mattress now? Should I wait? Should I have a spare backup mattress and then like alternate between the two, put one outside? I don't know. Spare one is a good idea. It's a good one. Where am I going to store a spare mattress? (laughs) Who's got the space (laughs) to store a spare mattress anywhere that's not outside? I don't like the idea of that. And then, and then what happens if comforter critters get into that one as well? Oh, comforter critters doesn't make me itch. We'll change like the it. name. We'll comforter change the critter. name. We'll not, we'll not use the BB word anymore when we're referring to these particular small animals things. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. They've done some research into female frogs because that was a survey that was overdue. They needed this to be done, I suppose. And they've discovered that female frogs have got an unusual technique when uh, when any male frogs in their lives are, are pestering them or annoying them or trying to get them to do things they don't want to do, perhaps maybe like housework or chores or, I don't know, whatever the frog equivalent is. <laughs> frog housework. Yeah, fr- frog work. Frog work. <laughs> whatever that may be, cleaning the pond, etc., making sure yeah. the tadpoles are all looked after. Uh, female frogs will, will actually fake their own death in order to make sure they get away from, from the male. Female frogs. That is extreme. Yeah. I so, would have expected that from the male frog, to be honest. You would have, wouldn't yeah. you? Males are better for this old ghosting thing. If I've learned anything from any friends of mine who've been on dates recently, ghosting is more of a male trait than a female trait. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they'll actually, um, it's an evolutionary trait. What they'll do is decide to just keel over, grunt, and pretend that they're dead so that they don't have to in- engage or interact <laughs> with the male frogs. And I think that's genius. That's genius. Because a lot of people will feel guilty about maybe perhaps saying, oh, I'm leaving the country. And I've known people, by the way, who've lied and said they're leaving the country to people to get out of going on a second date or even to get out of a wedding. <laughs> so, okay. so perhaps the female frogs, actually just evolutionary speaking at least, have, have been lying. So animals are lying now. So it's weird. Do you think that they're... They're, they're pure and true and I mean I've never yeah. thought a, a frog necessarily would be pure and true but animals always seem so innocent you just don't think they have the capability to to lie and yeah. to harness humans. that power it's humans we're rubbing off on them yeah, yeah. not literally obviously because yeah. that's dangerous apparently you exactly. should never there was this an, or, and I don't know if these are one of these urban legends that span different countries as well but do you have toads when you were growing up in Syria was there toads or Jordan yeah there's toads and frogs yeah, right yeah we had those Yeah. were you ever told not to touch them because they'd give you warts 
No, never heard that before. See, I think this is an urban legend, but I could be wrong. But we were always told, don't touch a toad, don't touch a frog, because you can get warts off them. And I can find zero scientific evidence behind that untrue statement, which was passed down from the generations. My grandmother first started telling me about that, and then my parents just carried on the tradition. And now I hand it down to my godson and tell him all the time, don't touch frogs or toads, you can get warts from them. And I actually believe it to be totally untrue. Yeah, I, I don't think it makes sense. I never Doesn't. heard that before, to be honest. Really? No, no. Oh, okay. So it's just a maybe. Is anyone else heard this? 04871 uh, Is it just my family who've maybe been <laughs> perpetuating this absolute myth for years? I think so. Because no. my dad used to collect them. He used to collect frogs and toads. Yeah. As just like put them in a, like a small a tank. Tank, yeah. He collected frogs and yeah. toads. Was that, so was, did you have a dog or a cat? No. It's just toads and yeah, frogs. I thought toads and frogs were... It's amazing. Amazing. amazing fascinating, yeah. Yeah, no, it is fascinating, but I don't know if it's necessarily the best pet for kids. I don't know. He personally. Just so, yeah. Did you hold them and stuff? No, I didn't hold them. I didn't like them. But yeah, he, he used to, uh, yeah, gather them. Hmm. <laughs> That's weird, Joey. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. I'm no, going to just, true. like, uh, there's nothing I can really come back from on that without saying, That's weird. Just so you're aware. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. Megan, good morning. Hi. You have heard this as well, right? Uh, yeah. So growing up, my mom always used to say, don't touch the frogs because if you get peed on, then it's going to give you work. Was that so what it if was? if you touch the frog and it pees on you, you're going to get work. So I didn't know if it was the, the skin or what it was. because <laughs> to- And toads, same thing, because toads looked like something yeah. that potentially could give you warts. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think there's any recorded evidence of anyone, certainly not that I know of, who actually got warts from toads or frogs. No, not at all. Like this morning, my kids were like, uh, how do you get warts? And I was like, well, like swimming pools, wet things, wearing shoes. And then I was like, well, actually, my mom says you can get them from frogs, but... I don't know if I want to pass down that information. Like, that's probably not actually true. It's probably not true. I, I think we've been, I think we've all, this has been universal. So you grew up where, in the US? Yeah, in the US, in Texas. Okay, so in Texas it's a thing, in Ireland it's a thing. I feel like we've been universally sold a lie. Megan, thanks for putting me out of my misery. Yeah. At least it wasn't specifically just my grandmother and my parents who've done this. It's everybody. That's okay then. Thank you, yeah. Megan. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. It's Jono on The Big Breakfast, but Darren Wackhead Simpson live in the studio. <laughs> Ahead of his gig tomorrow night in theatre by QE2. It's great to have you in the studio. Uh, it's great to have you, not on a Zoom chat, but actually here in real life, IRL. Aren't you tired of those Zoom chats, eh? No, I, I, <laughs> I can't do another no. one. I, I was even doing stand-up comedy via Zoom. The, we were at a point at one, and it's weird. Somebody said this the other day to me. We're coming up to four years since all of that kicked off. Four yeah. years. Yeah, it's crazy. It you feels like last month. You know, Jono, I don't even... Now, you know, it's become a way of life now. I don't even use... Zoom anymore I tell people It's such a trigger for me It's a COVID trigger Mm. So I say Nope we will use We will use Google Or we're going to use Some other video platform But go back to Skype again Yeah exactly But we ain't using Zoom I like that you use the word trigger Before 2020 Nobody knew what a trigger was (laughs) None of us were triggered by anything Now everything And also HR take that stuff very I don't know how it is in South Africa But if you tell HR that you're triggered by something They'll immediately back off It's a cover all It's a license to to say anything you want to after after that It's a license to offend Uh, Or to be offended That's the other one um, we frequently and, and, and I try this a lot Because I'm never entirely sure Different areas in South, in South Africa Different languages 11 different languages That you guys officially recognise Which is crazy And it's 
for in the first place. But then I discovered there's a lot of similarities between, and this is really specific, the city that I'm from in Ireland, which is Limerick, and South Africa. So obviously what's happened is that someone at some point went to South Africa, came back with all these wonderful phrases and words that we get to use. And 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 they're weird. It's weird. And I think doesn't think it transcends anywhere else in Ireland. But we use lecker. If you're saying everything's okay, you will sometimes use use lecker. Yeah, yeah. Or you refer to somebody as bra, which is just what means like bro or whatever. Is that yeah, the equivalent? Yeah. But then there's one that is I find strange because nowhere else uses this in Ireland. Tackies. Tackies. My tackies. Yeah. Are the shoes that I'm wearing But specifically like a running type Like a white yeah. running type shoe We call them tackies And South Africans call them tackies I thought that was a South African thing So I think it is We've obviously stolen it uh, Or vice versa I've, I find it very mm. unlikely that somebody Went from Limerick to South Africa And said hey guys <laughs> What you've got in your feet They're tackies Quite Tell possible. the whole country Because I mean you look at uh, Just languages in general You look at English English is borrowed from French Yeah They've borrowed from Dutch. They've yeah. borrowed from German. There's so many words that we use that we think are English words, but they're not. They're actually, it's actually a French word. But I, uh, the way that you guys, you have a great way, and I've once or twice accidentally called a barbecue a barbecue to a South African and gotten, you know, you're slapped down for it because yeah. it's a bry. It's a bry. Yeah. But there's other ones that I've not heard that much of. Like somebody mentioned uh, uh, sharp, sharp the other day. Sharp, sharp, sharp. What does it mean? It just means like good. Great Right It's like a punctuation mark Shop shop Right Because you also have the now And the now now And the just now The right now And there's, just there's now. all different variations of that as well right Yeah Can you yeah. talk us through how that works Just if somebody's trying to communicate with a South African In English by the way <laughs> How do you distinguish those Well well, now now um, Can mean anything between now and an hour Right uh, Just now is will give you sort of about a ten minute window. Right, so that's that's the present, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, right now is immediate. Okay, okay, yeah. fine. It's good that you felt the need to have three different <laughs> Isn't it? It's great that you guys needed that. Hey, we are still doing the nine at nine, by the way. Uh, and it was the year that we were all uh watching this in the cinema or in a bootleg video out of a woman who went around with a van selling them out of the back of it. Uh Beverly Hills Cop. Do you remember this movie? Uh put a banana in my tailpipe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we we do, yeah. That wasn't what I was planning to go with. And also, Ghostbusters, which, by the way, the the reboot of this was actually not a half bad job uh, when they did redid Ghostbusters. I've never actually seen these, the Ghostbusters. Even the original? Nah. What? Nah, never seen it. Did you have the woman, and this might have been an Irish thing as well, but did you have that woman who used to drive around, maybe a man, who used to drive around with the van with bootleg videos in the back? Was that a thing? You know, VC, like, really? No, no. I feel like you missed out because it was definitely in Dubai. Wait, wait, what? Do you think it was a thing? Was it a thing? Did did we have somebody doing that? Really? It's still a thing, I think, isn't it? Except now we've the internet instead. My manager from South Africa says, no, it was a thing. It was a thing, yeah. No, no, we've got guys driving around, but they're selling other stuff out of boots. Are they? Protein shakes now. Is it? That's the big thing out of That uh, seems very niche, doesn't it? Yeah, protein (laughs) shakes, yeah. (laughs) Are they selling it on WhatsApp as well? It's weird yeah. that it wouldn't seem like something yeah. you would do. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat, a Dubai ninety two podcast. Uh, we are doing the nine at nine, but also Darren Wackett Simpson live in the studio this morning, which is really what I'm stoked about. Uh, you, so you're currently working. Where are you in South Africa at the moment? Which station are you on? Uh, KFM in Cape Town. So you're in Cape Town, but you you were in you were in Durban before that, right? Or I was in Durban. I was in Johannesburg. Yeah, I'm a bit of a radio nomad. I've been everywhere. You have, but you've been you've travelled to the UK. You've done some radio down there. You did some radio in Australia. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much. 
any no matter no matter where you've been, you've lived, you've been on radio there. Correct. Yeah. Anybody who's willing to hire me, I'm ready to go. So the stand-up comedy as well. That's been 20 years. You've been you've been doing that. And we spoke a bit when we had that catch-up on Zoom about making the the transition from being here in a studio with nobody around to doing it in front of a live audience does it ever intimidate you or is there ever a point because they always say that you should be excited to go out on the stage you should be nervous yeah. to go on the stage right yeah no it, 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 the, the nerves go uh, there's this you know some some sometimes there might be a bit of performance anxiety but as soon as you get the first laugh then everything goes away yeah which is again when you're in somewhere like theatre by QE2 like you are tomorrow night because you can see the entire audience yeah you can bounce off them yeah, straight yeah. away so it's kind of easier to do right yeah and, and I interact a lot with the crowd as well you know there's, there's you know there's the the stuff that I'm going to talk about and then and then obviously the interactions that's that's where the, where the beauty and the spontaneity comes and it is it's that off the cuff stuff yeah. that you do that you just think this is it's it's easy to do I guess but how about the audience here because you've done a couple of gigs in Dubai before you've done yeah. quite a few gigs here before how are the crowds here compared to when you do a gig in South Africa for instance because it's not 100% of a South African crowd you're going to have here compared yeah. to doing a gig back at home you know it, it's, it's funny we, we, we think that we are vastly different from all around the world but we're actually not mm. we, we laugh at the same things um, it's just uh, the references will be different mm-hmm. you know Humor tra- transcends languages, absolutely. really, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's the one thing that unifies all of us, you know. When so, because the prank phone calls is what a lot of people know you for, uh, and and some of those just tremendous. Most of them, I think, are up are up online. I think you do you release them? Is there a, do you release them once a year or something? Is it like a, do you just do like a CD or a compilation or a podcast that has the, all of them on there? Uh, it, we used to do CDs, but now CDs are a thing of the past. So there's the digital side, Spotify, iTunes, and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. We put it there, but the stuff that you'll find on TikTok and all the social media sites that I don't, I don't load that other people do yeah because you, you've pretty much gone viral for several of the videos that you've done have gone yeah. viral but you've not had anything to do with them it's somebody else who takes them and puts them up online yeah, right yeah I, I mean some of them they've got like about 300 million views yeah. just on one and they're clipping the royalties which is which is good for them man hopefully they can go to go to college or it can get them through do school you, do you get you don't get anything back if somebody else uploads it even though it's your vis- your picture on there but they, you they get, get nothing it. yeah they get it they get it um, it's, it's a bit of a grey area now, you know, because uh, the, the world is moving, the, the digital world is moving too fast for, for, for the legal guys. Mm-hmm. So they're all trying to play catch up. But you know what? I mean, one one play, you you will be horrified to know what um, uh, ten million views on YouTube. Mm-hmm. How much? That translates into money. I, Ten million views. Because I think it's like zero point zero zero one cent a view or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, right? exactly. You get ten million views. That's equivalent to uh, the South African minimum wage, which is two thousand two hundred rand, which would be in dirhams. That's divided by five now, so it's about four hundred dirhams. Wow, that's ro- yeah, it's three hundred eighty six dirhams. That's shocking. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of effort <laughs> for a little million. cash. That is crazy. Uh, we'll keep you with us in the studio. I know you're busy. You got you got to get some sleep as well because you haven't. But we'll let you go as soon as we can. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat, a Dubai '92 podcast. Wackhead Darren Simpson's in the studio as well this morning, which is uh, which has really been a highlight for me to be honest with you. Now, head of your gig tomorrow night. Just if people haven't gone along to see your stand-up show before, is it kind of the experience that we get of what's on the radio? Because the radio is 
it's still a radio show with a lot of the prank phone calls. We don't get the prank phone calls live. Yeah, no, it's absolutely not what you'd expect on the radio. Right. This it's it's my it's the back door for my radio. It's it's everything I'm not allowed to say on the radio. Which is everything. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a lot of fun. It's uh yeah, just come and have a laugh, man. Don't take yourself too seriously. We're gonna have a good rip roaring jaw. Look, it's and, and it's and it's not just South Africans, you know. I yeah. mean, I know there's a lot of British people that listen to the show. Yeah, exactly, and they listen to your podcast as well, which you should go and yeah. go and check it out, and and just go and have a look at some of the videos that are that are on social as well. And I'm actually uh, from Scotland originally. Are you family from Scotland? Yeah, yeah. I've yet to meet a South African who's like my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a heritage thing in there. Where they're always like, oh, my family from Ireland, or my family from here, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. They're never just South African. Never playing up South African. No, absolutely. Not. We we Portuguese, we Greek, we Italian, we everything but from South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> look, if you want to check out the show, it is tomorrow night. It's Theatre by QE2. It's great to have you back in the UAE once again. Look, thanks for popping in. I know you haven't got sleep yet. So after that flight, which I'm sure was was pretty hectic, what what was the flight like on the way over? By the way, because you, you were flying while the did you watch there was a match on Emirates. last night? Did you yeah, watch? yeah. Well, I watched the cricket match that yeah. was on, and then uh, the whole plane was just filled with. South Africans are on the way to Stade de France I think they're all on the way to France yeah, yeah. so big game this Sunday if there yeah. are South Africans listening go Boca it'll be just such a pity to lose out to Ireland in the final that's all I'm thinking yeah that you aside. know what I, and I, I would say that 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 would be a safe bet <laughs> you can't say that you can't say that as a South African you can't really yeah, say that yeah but look Ireland if it's any consolation we weren't expecting this as an, as an Ireland, as the Ireland rugby team we weren't expecting this we thought like all blacks would be done we thought with you guys would be done this is a real nice treat for us so we're very yeah. humble about this so thank you well we weren't expecting as, it either yeah, <laughs> thank you for being not as good as we expected this tournament it's been tremendous uh, Darren good luck tomorrow night uh, I'm sure you don't need it a theatre by QE2 grab your tickets for that gig right now and thanks for popping into the studio John Thank you very much for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Radio Royalty, Darren Wackhead Simpson. Catch him live tomorrow night. The Big Breakfast with Jono and Nat. A Dubai 92 podcast. And that about gets me to the end of the show for today. And for this week, uh, going to be back with you on Sunday, though, at the Feel Great Weekend. Nats is going to be back on the show on Monday, 6 a.m. Not just that, but we are going to be joined by Absolute Music Royalty. Niall Rogers is going to be on the show on Monday ahead of his gig at Blah Blah Dubai. Have a safe rest of your weekend, and we'll see you Monday from 6.